Hey there, welcome to the Harriman Audio Journal, a podcast from the City Journals. I'm your host, Justin Adams. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Harriman Audio Journal. I'm your host, Justin Adams, and today we're continuing our series of episodes where we're interviewing candidates for Harriman Mayor. Uh, today we have with us uh, Councilman Clint Smith of the Harriman City Council. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to sit down and to talk to you for, for a few minutes and for you guys putting this podcast together to help educate our residents. Yeah. Um, so you're currently on the Harriman City Council, uh, so people might already be a little familiar with you. Um, but, you know, Harriman's growing so fast that there could be hundreds of residents who moved in the last few months who maybe don't know you. So, let, so to start off with, I'd like to give maybe those residents a chance to learn a little bit, learn a little bit about you, uh, kind of where you're from, career background, family, just anything that you'd like to share with people to let them get to know the uh, Clint Smith, uh, the person, not necessarily the candidate. You bet. No, thank you for that. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm what I like to refer to as really locally uh, born and raised. Um, I actually was born and raised in Draper, so mm. not far from here. And really in a community growing up that was much like Harriman was uh, when I moved out here uh, 22 years ago. So I, you know, was raised on a farm, Mm -hmm. uh, learned very young uh, the the value of hard work, uh, learned very young from my parents the importance of uh, civic responsibility, uh, civic duty, uh, being active. I had a mom who volunteered on the ambulance uh, back when I was a young boy and really honestly really kind of got me interested in the emergency services side of things where, um, you know, as my career is now. My dad was a, a small business owner with that was started by my grandfather and he and his brothers ran that business together, still do today over in Draper, uh, meatpacking uh, facility. So um, again, been around a long time and really been part of uh, changing communities and the changing dynamics in communities. My dad was in um, public service in Draper, uh, so I was able to watch and learn a great deal from him. He served on uh, the cemetery committee when I was a young boy, and uh, we would spend time cleaning up the flowers there after Memorial Day. He hmm. served on the planning commission. He served on the city council and eventually as the mayor of that community over there. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, so, uh, again, great... Um, role models in both of my parents and how to how to be a part of a community. Myself and my wife, we uh, moved here. We built a home here and moved here uh, just over 22 years ago. And there was less than a thousand people in Harriman when we moved wow. in to Harriman. But it was the place that we chose to build our home and to eventually raise our family, which uh, again, in the time that we've been here, we've had three children. Uh, oldest is now 16. I have twins that are nine years old. And, uh, and this is, this is our home. This is their community. Um, and we want to make sure, and I want to make sure that, uh, you know, looking forward that they have the same opportunities growing up as I had, uh, the same opportunities as they get older and mature that I do. And that is, is, you know, choosing their vocation, choosing where they want to live, what community they want to be part of. And if that's part of Harriman, then we have that opportunity for them here. So again, uh, I really relate to the history of Harriman here and the transition that we've seen because it was something that I experienced in my own life growing up in Draper. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Uh, I want to take a second to talk a little bit about your uh, civic resume, if mm-hmm. you will, because you've been involved um, with Harriman City for quite a while, as I understand it, and as well as your uh, your professional job. As you mentioned, you were the fire chief for uh, Draper. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, so yeah, so just kind of walk us through a little bit more about kind of your civic background and how you... Um, uh, kind of what you've done that, uh, as far as Harriman City goes. You bet. My, again, my, my involvement in the city um, is, is kind of multifaceted and started many, many years ago. Again, as you just mentioned, I, uh, I've worked for the fire service for uh, 26 years now. Um, I previously worked for, when I first got in full-time to the fire service, um, I started with Salt Lake County Fire Department, which transitioned to Unified Fire, mm-hmm. which currently provides our services in Harriman City. I worked for that uh, organization for 21 years. A fantastic organization. I had a tremendous amount of opportunities there that really uh, built me as as a individual within the fire service. Uh, but through my fire service, I served out here uh, both in a uh, emergency medical and fire response capability. Um, I was, you know, I worked out here throughout my career, both as um, a firefighter, a paramedic, and a captain. Um, I spent five years out here assigned over this area in particular, Riverton and Harriman and Eagle Mountain as the battalion chief, um, over uh, all aspects of emergency response. And then through that as well, I was the liaison from Unified Fire Authority to Harriman City. So mm-hmm. able to work in as a direct representative of Unified Fire Authority and making sure that we were meeting the needs of, of Harriman City in, in terms of fire and emergency response. That parlayed into, again, this desire to be more involved in my community. Um, Being able to uh, put in and being selected to serve on the Planning Commission. Hmm. And uh, what a phenomenal training ground the Planning Commission is uh, to learn about some of the significant issues facing our city and how how development works within a city. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think um, there's a lot of misunderstanding about how development works in yeah. the city and uh and i commend having served i served on the planning commission for eight years and and it probably really is one of the most challenging jobs in a volunteer capacity that a person could could mm. be put into in terms of learning the city ordinances and the city codes and how that relates to development and that as a body making sure that you're holding all aspects of development to those standards um, but what a, what a phenomenal opportunity it was to learn the basics of that. Again, I served there for eight years. And then uh, and in between, in the time of my service there, uh, a lot of different circumstances. But I actually served six months as the Harriman interim mayor mm-hmm. as well during that time. And those were circumstances, you know, now nearly eight years ago um, that, uh, that allowed that opportunity. Uh, but I, again, that six months was a tremendous learning opportunity um, to be in that role and, and look at the issues facing the city from a little bit different mm-hmm. perspective. Yeah. Um, but after my eight years, I made a decision to run for uh, District 2 on the Harriman City Council. And now, um, you know, coming to my end of my first term is four years on, that, on the Harriman City Council and being involved in a lot of the significant issues that come with growth uh, during mm-hmm. that time. Uh, when I took office, we had just faced a... Uh, city referendum that overturned the general plan and with that a couple of large developments in the city so was put right into a position on the council of figuring out and navigating how we how we get through that and how we get us get the city back on track moving forward 
And again, uh, at that time, there was also a component of uh, Olympia Hills that yeah. was starting to, to come forward. So all of those obviously transitioned into uh, the significant development uh, that has happened, the significant growth that we've seen in that time, and how and how we as a city deal with that and uh, manage that. Hmm. All right. And so, how or why have you decided to run for mayor at this point? You know, you've been a city councilman for this first term. Um, why run for mayor now? First and foremost, it's a love of our community. Yeah. Um, again, I you know when my wife and I chose this place to to build our home. Uh, to establish our roots for our family, um, we knew that we would be here long term. We would be here throughout, you know, the remainder of my entire career, and mm-hmm. obviously potentially beyond, depending on ages of our kids and those types of circumstances. Um, but first and foremost, I love my community, and I want nothing uh, but the best for every resident of our community to have those opportunities that they want to have to raise their families. Um, and to have the opportunities moving forward for our children um, to, again, if they choose to stay here and want to stay here in this community, we need to make sure that we're planning ahead in an effective manner to allow them those same opportunities we had growing up and making those decisions as young adults. Mm-hmm. All right. um, and since you're, you're already on the city council and Harriman is the uh, form of government where the mayor isn't the head of the executive branch. They're mm-hmm. a weak mayor. They're on the council. Um, so in your mind, like, what's kind of like the, you know, as a city council person, you have one vote on the city council. If you were elected mayor, you would still have, like, one vote on the city council. So in your mind, kind of what is, um, you know, what can you, what would, what would you be able to do as mayor that you can't do right now as a city council person? That, that's a really good question, and I appreciate you asking that. Um, you know, we have a unique form of government in Harriman. Mm-hmm. We are, our form of government is a five-member council, as you just mentioned, which means that uh, we have, uh, and if you know, again, going back to our structure, there's only five people total on the council, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously re- refers back to that form of government, meaning there are four council members and the mayor. That comprises the fifth, and the and the mayor is still a voting member of the council, which is not what you find in most of our surrounding communities. So it creates a, a different dynamic in where the mayor does get to vote on every issue um, instead of just being uh, that uh, that figurative head position that um, tries to guide policy and and gives input, but allows that vote to be taken by the rest of the council. Mm-hmm. Here, I think that the difference between my role as a council member and what I can do as a mayor, I think the biggest factor is, is it goes back to my preparation and my um, education of coming up, if you will, through the system, being part mm-hmm. of the planning commission, serving in a different capacity with the Unified Fire Authority in here. My time as interim mayor and now my time as my on the council of being able to take all of that experience and to put it together into a opportunity to really step forward, lead our community um, in, in the right direction moving forward um, and being able to help set that policy direction, but also at the same time being able to actually cast a vote mm-hmm. on those critical issues that, that helps to, again, hopefully lead us in that right direction. We have, uh, the, that position has a unique opportunity here. They are essentially the only person on the council that is elected 
from the entire city. They are the mm-hmm. one complete representative of the city. Not that all the council members don't represent the city because each vote that we take there certainly represents the whole city, but they are only voted into that position by their peers in their district. Yeah. This is the only person that the entire city gets to uh, really have their say on. And that's, that's not lost on me. That's significant um, to garner the support of the whole community to lead in that capacity um, as a mayor and really the responsibility that I believe that they see in that person to set that good policy direction that's going to protect our city and provide for a very uh, vibrant and vital community moving forward for all of our residents. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also different hats that uh, a mayor and our form of government can wear from you know being the visible face of the city in the public to uh, kind of helping to guide policy um, uh, efforts on the city council, what do you think is the most important job for the mayor of Harriman? Or let me put it this way, the finish the sentence for me. Harriman needs a mayor who blank. I think um, Harriman, especially right now, Harriman needs a mayor that will restore the faith and trust in the position and translate that into leading and advocating for our city on all fronts to be able to lead us in that positive direction forward. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a tremendous amount um, that of relationships that have to be built. Um, and I have a lot of those relationships built already mm-hmm. um, with other uh, local leaders from our surrounding entities to the state level from our representatives and our um, other legislative leaders uh, the Utah League of Cities and Towns I sit on their board um, and there's I have the opportunity over the past four years to have integrated and taken on a lot of those um, additional responsibilities that uh, that have had to come to the members of the council and to forge relationships and working relationships, and most importantly, to earn the trust of those individuals that they now support me in my candidacy for this position to be able to lead our city in a positive position. But there's no doubt that we've had some some challenges in, mm-hmm. in the position um, over the years. And I think that our residents are really looking for somebody to, to really restore that position and and the faith and the confidence of our residents in that position. Hmm. All right. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenge facing Harriman today? And if elected mayor, what would you try to do to help um, combat that challenge? Absolutely. Um, there's no doubt that the significant amount of rapid growth that we have um, experienced is a challenge for our community. But more specifically into that, I think that one of the biggest challenges we have moving forward is a well-defined policy and well-defined objectives uh, and, uh, and prioritization of the projects that we need to focus on in long-term planning. Mm-hmm. Rapid growth has brought with it um, a tremendous amount of one-time funding. Um, impact fees primarily that obviously come into the city and those are meant to help build 
the infrastructure that comes along and is needed for that new growth. One of the challenges is, is with that rapid growth, you're most of the time trying to keep up instead of being able to really look ahead, plan ahead and forecast and clearly identify the objectives that you need to plan for and can accomplish down the road. And, and that's what I think um, is the major issue right now is we need a leader that can step in that has the knowledge of the challenges of the past, the experience of dealing with those challenges of the past, and the foresight now uh, through proven leadership to be able to plan for the long term. Um, and there are a lot of pieces encompassed in that long term. But if we're, if we're not focused down the road and we're only focused on trying to keep up with the immediate, we're not going to have the long-term planning in place that we need to make us really sustainable long-term. All right. Um, uh, that does it for our questions. But to close us out, can you let uh, the residents of Harriman know how they can find you if they want to ask you more questions uh, as a mayoral candidate? You bet. I appreciate that. Um, couple, Several avenues, obviously, you can find me. Um, I do still have a city email mm -hmm. um, that's published on the city's website. Always looking for input from our residents on the current issues that we're facing. In terms of the campaign, um, have a website, uh, which is electclintsmith.com. You can go there, find more information about my campaign. Um, I've also got an uh, election Facebook page for Elect Clint Smith uh, for mayor. So there's that information there. And I'll just tell you, my cell phone, 801-824-3709. Call me, text me, reach out to me. Uh, love to hear input from our residents. Uh, love to have our residents engaged. Want to know what their important issues are and uh, be able to work together with them to find the solutions uh, moving forward. So again, that uh, down the road, we don't have any of those long-term um, concerns that we really are confident in the direction that we're heading. And, uh, and I look forward to the opportunity to work with them on the solutions. All right, sounds good. Thanks for coming on the show today. Justin, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Harriman Audio Journal. A reminder that the primary election is August 10th, so get in your mail-in ballots by then. You should have already received it by now. If you haven't, make sure that you are registered to vote with your current address. Um, again, August 10th is the day to get those in by. I believe you can mail them back in or there's a drop-off box at Harriman City Hall. Uh, so thank you for listening and make sure you're following the Harriman Journal on Facebook and Instagram.